Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. April 29, 2019, the Welcome to My Tweet Up edition. First up, the Wall Street Journal reports that uh, Boeing turned off certain safety features on the 737 MAX in 2017 and did not inform its customers, specifically Southwest Airlines. Apparently, some FAA officials had um, contemplated the idea of grounding the jets at that time, but uh, due to the uh, takeover uh, or capture, rather, by uh, Boeing, they were unable to do this. Boeing had turned off its alerts, and uh, Southwest uh, obviously didn't know about this. So a pretty um, damning report by the Wall Street Journal on this. Next up in our lead article, Elon Musk reached a deal Friday with U.S. regulators that would eliminate uh, the risk of him being held in contempt. Um, he agreed to modify the original order uh, entered into by himself and the Securities and Exchange Commission around his tweets by clarifying a list of events or financial milestones that uh, Musk could not communicate on without pre-approval. Uh, the list is long, but includes many subjects that are typically material to investors. So it's going to be interesting to see if Mr. Musk can abide by this agreement going forward, unlike the other agreements he was unable to abide by. Uh, for those who work in the energy industry, this next story will probably not surprise you very much, but the energy industry confronts sexual misconduct and harassment allegations. Uh, the current, or rather new, new CEO at Whitting Petroleum uh, had previous complaints against him at Anadarko. If you've worked in the energy industry, as I have for many years, you know that when you put that many men together and good old boys together in that type of uh, mentality and industry, uh, you're going to have those types of issues. And uh, it doesn't surprise me, frankly, one iota that uh, this is coming out of the energy industry. It will be interesting to see where it all wants to go. And finally, we close with an absolute damning report in the Wall Street Journal about a, uh, a campaign to avoid uh, or keep the uh, EPA from uh, funding a Superfund cleanup in Alabama uh, with a tale of power, corruption, duplicity, uh, all involving uh, law firms in Alabama, uh, companies uh, who had polluted the ground around uh, African-American community of North Birmingham and the uh, front person that they persuaded to be the face of their campaign, um, Oliver Robinson of African-American State Legislature and former uh, University of Alabama Birmingham star. It uh, turns out that uh, he was paid quite a bribe to involved in this, or at least alleged bribe, and uh, the Superfund site was not cleaned up. So, uh, great reporting by the Wall Street Journal, and I would encourage everyone to take a look at this going forward. Um, one thing I wanted to uh, remind you, or at least announce, is that yesterday I began a Sunday book review edition on the Daily Compliance News. I wanted to get your feedback on that and see if that's something that uh, you would like uh, me to continue, but I'm going to do it for a while and see where it goes. Thanks for listening. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current, contemporary movies, and classic movies. 
We recently premiered two new shows on the Compliance Podcast Network in Modern Medium. Paris Fox takes a look at how you go through the process of designing art and why it's so important for the compliance practitioner to utilize these skills in their communications with their uh, employees. In Forensically Speaking, Jonathan Marks helps you understand the forensic side of compliance.